0: go and watch unwell per our last discussion and so um it's a documentary on netflix about um like the spiritual community the wellness community the first episode Mm. specifically really gets into essential oils and i mean i have some but i usually use them on my candles i don't necessarily like i mean i definitely don't ingest it Mm. i don't know if that's a common practice but i don't yeah. Um, but there was one lady in particular in this episode and which I was very concerned for her, uh, mental health only because when she started having reactions to these oils, mm-hmm. she went and asked a Facebook group mm-hmm. what to do. Mm-hmm. You absolutely need to go to a physician Yes, if you find yourself <laughs> having that kind of flare up. Yes.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, and it was bad. Like, I mean, when you saw her face, her face looked like, it looked like, what is it? Like the honeycombs from the beehives. Like it looked like honeycombs. It was like, I was like, Oh, Ed and I were both like, Oh, like we were like grossed out. And I was like, girl, and you still asking those people for advice. Like I'm going to need you to like wake the fuck up because that is not what you should be asking for. Like they're telling you to keep doing this. You know, Oh, you're detoxing. You're detoxing. The reason why you feel like absolute shit and you're ill and your skin is falling (laughs) off your face is because you're detoxing. I'm like, She's supposed to detox. Yeah, there's a level of detoxing that sometimes happens, but her face isn't supposed to fall off of her skull. You know, like that's not detoxing. Like that's death. That's what that is. That's death. So yeah, no. Um, Here's the thing, I think because I had Rodney on a few months ago and we did a a video and a podcast. It's on my YouTube channel. I'm not taking it down because I think it's a really good video too. We did a podcast episode on essential oils and like the benefits of essential oils and what they can do for you with your health and everything. And Rodney has very, very um, specific ideas and philosophies around all of that. And I think to some extent, I think there's definitely validation that there is the ability to use Essential oils in someone's healing, recovering, and mood enhancement, and mood um, and mood stabilization. I absolutely, one hundred percent, believe that because there is plenty of evidence to support that there is an effect on the individual, or there's an effect that causes someone to either begin healing more quickly, or it affects. Pain and improves pain management in some instances. It's the same thing with Reiki. So, I do 100% believe that it is a health, it's something that can be used in a very healthy and progressive way to amplify someone's healing, someone's ability to, you know. With that being said, for me, essential oils are are not the end all be all, like it. It, It's not the it. And I believe that Mm -hmm. with anything, with anything that we do in our lives, everything in moderation, and sometimes a bit too much of a good thing can turn out to be not such a good thing for you. Um, And when we look at the documentary, you know, it it shows both sides of the spectrum because it started off with that lady, she's wanting to try to find some sort of relief for her daughter who suffers from autism. And so she met a woman who had gotten into essential oils because her son had autism. And she began to use it with him, and it actually helped from her from her observation and from her experience, it helped. So she began she went and she learned what this was. She became a a, a certified essential oil person. And she began to offer this <laughs> yeah, person because I, yeah, I don't know what it's called, but essential oil person, practitioner. And she learned about it in a much more like scientific way so that she could use it and help other people with it as well to give them the relief with their kids so that's what she's been doing but I like her because she's very down to earth she's very humble and she's very like you should ingest it I don't really know when you should ingest essential oils etc which I understand that completely because you shouldn't, I, I wouldn't ingest it. I don't, I just don't feel comfortable because I think it's so potent. Like you just don't want to, it's almost like alcohol. Like you don't want to just take, I mean, people drink alcohol and that's when you get that full blown like, oh girl, I got the whiskey in my bottle. So that's what that is, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that she was being very cautious and using it, but she was being very um very practical in her approach of utilizing it for this woman. These other people, where it's almost like essential oil is the cure for everything that is known to man or your, your immune system has to be the strongest, but essential oils will help you fix everything. Like I do not
0: – no, mm-hmm.
1: I don't think so. And yeah, like I've seen I've seen like the business side of that and how that works in the essential oil industry and the business side of that. And yeah, definitely they are pushers like no one's business. Like, you know, oh my God, like you're, you're slightly moved to the right. You need this essential oil. Like, it's almost like there's a reason for every oil, you know? It's like, hey, hey, your hair, you got a little bit of a puffy on the left. This is the essential oil you can eat. like. No, like it doesn't fix everything. Like essential oils don't fix everything. Like it's supposed to be a complementary therapy. There are some that can help that are used in medications, used in in chemicals that are cleansing, etc. But it's not the fix-all be all. No, it's not going to be that. And so, if you go into it with the approach that that's what you're going to use it for is an integrative process to your healing, go for it. Take the precautions, use it wisely. But at the same time, I'm not going to pretend like the assumption is that it will, because all of, and I know that I know Rodney had mentioned that there's all these scientific documents and papers in PubMed that say this and that about these essential oils. But in the documentary, they state that yes, but they weren't really, some of those were not done on humans, they were done on rats or on animals. So they tested these on animals and rats, not on humans. And so some of that, there's only so much that you can take it literally as a scientific document because it can only show you so much. So even though there is definitely proof out there that some essential oils help like lavender and i used to use lavender back when i used to be in houston i used to have my little essential oil diffuser right there by the front door and i had lavender going all the time because as soon as people walk in for a reading they're nervous as shit they're like super anxious and they're nervous and they're not sure what to expect and i want to immediately like hey i'm here I'm going to help you. I'm going to make this easy for you. But it also helps to have an environment that has that calming effect as well. And everyone always came in and felt mm-hmm. calm in my environment. They always felt like they were ready to like relax and go to sleep, and that's great. So, and I, I attribute that to the lavender. And I that's what I use lavender for is is to help with calming and so forth. Um, but yeah, the way that the documentary talked about it, how like and and it was this strategy of like let's push this, let's push this, let's push this. So you got these people at the top of the 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 pyramid scheme where they're the ones pocketing, they're making all the money and the people at the bottom, they're not making as much money and they aren't able to even keep up with the business, but they are making money and the fees are going up and paying the people above them and then going up again. Um, And I know that to be true because I've heard from the business side of this. So I know that that is also true as well. But yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to buy, I'm not going to be buying essential oils every month. Like, like no girl, that's too much. like, that's too much, you know, and it's almost like smudging and saging. Like people, some people are like they're crazy smudgers. They like smudge the hell out of everything and all, every day. So, and which I get it. Some people need that reminder of their power and of the ability to shift the energy in their space. But it's you really, if you get to the point where you're just so dependent on something, you've completely disempowered yourself, and you've taken away your ability yeah. to like do something within your own being that you can actually do yourself.
0: Right, just like with the guy who they put the towel on his face, and then he was like, "I can walk now. I feel <laughs> like I can walk better, or whatever." I was like,
1: "Yeah, I think I no, girl. You <laughs> know what? When you see, yeah, when I you were saying that, I was like, I think it, for him it was psychosomatic a little bit because I think it did help calm him down, and I think I think he was just mm-hmm. scared about standing up and his back collapsing and breaking. I think that's what he was freaking out about, mm-hmm. and so I think that, but whatever they used. They, it helped him feel more like it felt like a sense of safety and a sense of comfort, which is exactly yeah. what people were feeling whenever they, were, they would come in for a session. But like the idea that it's gonna completely like do away with something 100%, like I don't always buy into that. I think it's possible. I just don't always buy into that because I'm like, mm, in the spiritual community, and this is what the conversation really is about, which is in the, our spiritual community, I, I really believe this and people here are going to like chew me up over this and that's okay because, you know, who doesn't like to be bit, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> I believe that over half of the people in the spiritual community are suffering from some sort of mental illness or a psychological emotional con- a condition. That's my belief because of the experiences I've had in the spiritual community all these years. And there are incredible people in the spiritual community who are by all means aligned with the work, aligned with the teachings, aligned with helping people and helping themselves. And then you got a bunch of people who just say, oh, I'm spiritual, I'm spiritual. You see me, I'm better than you. Do you see me? And I'm, I'm like, y'all are just another rehashed version of them born again Christians, where it's like, you know, I've been saved. I am better than you and I'm going to heaven. You're going to hell. You need to be saved. Did you get your saving today? Did you get over to the church and did you get that savior to save you? Because you needed saving. You know, that's the mindset. And these people, you cannot rationalize with them. You cannot like help them because they're in a bubble. And this is what my article was because I just put out an article about this that they live in a bubble of in reality where whatever they went through, whatever happened to them in their lives, they are in so much pain. They're in so much trauma that they've completely disassociated from the reality that we actually live in, and mm-hmm. because they disassociated with it, they've bought into a new reality. And this is what the Born Again Christians did. This is what you know. This is what some of the extreme liberals did. This is what some of the tr- the Trumpets did with the extreme Trumpism. This is what some of the spiritual community have done. This is what the conspiracy theorists have done. They're like, I know what I've been given is not the truth. It's not facts. It's fake news. And I know that what I've been given is false. And I understand that because, yeah, that has happened a lot, actually. And we've been fed a lot of bullshit in a lot of different ways by a lot of different organizations. Mm -hmm. But what they've done is instead of analyzing and assessing and really trying to figure things out, They found the most convenient truth to believe in, and they went in 100% and bought into that, and they invested and put all their chips in that. Mm -hmm. And now we've got you know the QAnon people out there who are taking it to the extreme. Now we've got you know so people have bought into these realities, and they are like it's 100% truthful, it's 100% the the facts, but there's not enough to back it up. And it's the same thing with the spiritual community. There's not enough to back up a lot of the claims that people make. And then you got people selling stuff and you go to a metaphysical store and they will sell you every damn thing that they can probably possibly get you to buy. And you ain't, you know, here in Santa Fe, you can probably buy a really nice, big, chunky crystal for five bucks. But if you go to Houston, you're going to be paying almost $50 for that same crystal because we just upsold all of that, you know? And this is what we're talking about with yes. like Gabby Bernstein and the stuff from last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, and then that's the thing is, like, all of this stuff is about intention. You know, like, if you Mm -hmm. take a $5 crystal and you believe it can do the same thing Mm -hmm. as a $30 crystal, then it will do the same thing. Yeah. You know, like, if you're really listening to the people who are like, no, no, you must buy this one because it came from the mountain of jesus himself like no like <laughs> right. stop. You know, like, that's why you have to really <laughs> that's why you have to be doing the true healing right. because
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: if you don't you'll be listening to everything that everybody's selling you
1: yeah. you know yeah yeah I, th- I think that within all of us there's a, a a level of truth and authenticity that exists there and i think it, it, it goes back to what uh Aja was saying is that what we what we see and what we encounter in our reality is what we can what we're able to receive, what we're capable of receiving, and it's all run through some sort of belief system or filter system. We filter everything that we're engaging in and this reality is actually not real. I mean, it is it seems physical, but on a soul level, we consciously got together and agreed this is what the matrix was going to look like. this is what it was all going to be. but we are still all experiencing our entire life through our belief system and our ideas and our filters and our, our own conditioning. And uh, if you like go forward and you believe in something, you what I say is, it sounds good, it looks good, but that don't mean that it's written in stone. It just means that you are willing to embrace that and accept that but dig a little deeper, dig a little deeper. Never stop asking questions. Never stop seeking the authentic truth behind what you're being presented with or what you're being shown because I can guarantee it. There's something more honest and truthful behind that. And it's the same thing with the spiritual community. Like just because you bought into a bubble of reality doesn't mean that it's not real, but it doesn't mean that it is real either. And it doesn't mean that it's a hundred percent validated, you know, and Mm -hmm. you need to let yourself get to know or get to see things in as authentic as, as you can. And I think that's why for me, like it took me so long to accept the idea of being a psychic in a medium because I know what I felt. I know what I was experiencing, but at the same time, my mother was a schizophrenic, my sister's bipolar and Mm -hmm. I have mental illness. Like no, like mental illness is the thing in our family, that and blood pressure, high blood pressure. And so automatically I was like, am I, Am I ill? Am I sick? Am I the one that has a disorder and I'm buying into this that we're spirits and that we're energetic? Am I buying into that? And it's not real. So, but then you, I have the experiences I have and the validations keep coming and I'm like, okay, there's something here. I can't hundred percent say that everything that I believe is true, but the things that I know for, for a fact, based off of my experience and the validations that I've had are that we do not exist in our body solely, that this is something we are using temporarily. We exist beyond and outside of the body in some way. And I've been able to connect with that energy and that consciousness. And that's the one thing I'm 100% sure about. So that's why I don't have as much fear of death. That's why I don't have as much fear of like, you know, the idea of hell or heaven, because what I've only experienced has come from this place of love and and authenticity. And even the people who I didn't care for in life were like, oh, they sure as hell probably ended up in hell because they're assholes they know they're fine they're they're in this place that we consider heaven and i'm like okay well what's all that about and so then when i read stuff and it breaks it down for me and it's like oh okay i know what they're talking about now i know where they're getting at right
0: well i absolutely thought i was losing my mind and i talked to this lady recently and i was like like we were at this um i think i told you but this uh green witch she has this amazing garden and we were all tasting her plants or whatever and i was like just sitting there and i was like for real you know because like several years ago i never would have been engaging in metaphysical conversations mm-hmm. or talking about astrology with a group of women and mm-hmm. giggling and saying ha, "ha ha we're like a coven <laughs> la, la. you know just joking but like i was just talking to her and i was like it's just so crazy to me how life just takes you like if you start to say i follow my intuition or i follow what i feel like i'm being led to do and you end up in places that are so cool and you're having all these experiences that are really Mm -hmm. raising your vibration and she was like yeah i mean you just have to really look for that validation like if you know it was just you having a conversation with you about it and then here it is in front of you physically that's absolutely your confirmation that you're not just crazy it really does work that way you know
1: yeah yeah and I think, and I'll say this to people out there the way you can tell a truly authentically spiritual person is because they question themselves. They question their reality. They question the, the things. They don't just embrace it and accept it. They question it. Like, okay, well, let me dig into this. So they question it. And if what you believe doesn't answer something that you're going through or experiencing, and you just find yourself forcing it to somehow fit it's not true it's not authentic it's not authentic spirituality that means that you are so attached to that belief or so attached to that idea that that's all you're going to ever get from it you're going to get the idea you're not going to get the understanding of the teachings that came along from the masters or from the people that came before us who tried to teach us all this crap Mm
0: -hmm.
1: absolutely amen Mm mm-hmm Hey everybody, so this is your question of the week. So this week our question is by Yvonne and the question is how do I relax and let go of so much worry and tension? I have a lot going on and I'm an empath but I feel like I'm going nowhere and I stress about everything. So whenever it comes to relaxing and trying to get a handle or control of your emotional experience, One of the things that has really worked well, not only for myself, but also for others that I know, is using nostalgia. And I actually wrote an article on this in Medium.com about nostalgia and the power of nostalgia. Go back, think back to a time in your life when you felt safe or when you felt okay or when you felt like you didn't have to worry about the bigger things in life. For me, I always go back to this time when I was about, I want to say around 14 15-ish. I lived with my mom. We lived in this um, house and she was, for the most part, stable. So her medication had been stabilized, and so she was no longer having these crazy schizophrenic episodes, and she wasn't a zombie either. She was kind of a little bit in, in the in between there. So she had some balance going on there. And so I really kind of was left to my own devices, but I had my own room. Because coming from a poor background, I never had a chance to have my own room, my own TV, or even air conditioning. We did air conditioning. But at this point in my life, I had my own TV, I had my own room, I had the ability to play, to have privacy, um, I could dream and I could stay up as late as I wanted. I I controlled my life. I felt like I was in control of my life, but I also had these luxuries like air conditioning. We had regular food on the table. I had cable television. Like these are things that I didn't have. And so in this time in my life, I was able to have some of that. So um, I always think back to that time because that was a time in my life where I felt stable. I felt good. I felt like life was good. And so whenever I in my life now, whenever I go through a period where I'm worried about something or something that's freaking me out or I'm not sure how to like, calm and chill out, immediately I will begin to use my experience and my memory of that time and I begin to do things in my life today that are similar to what I was doing back then. So I would stay up late and I would like listen to Coast to Coast AM or I would watch late TV shows. Um, For a period of time, like every time I would hear MASH, uh, and it's funny because I saw someone post this on Facebook, but whenever I heard the theme song to MASH come on, it was coming from my mom's TV. It's because she was watching TV and she had fallen asleep and the TV stayed on and I could hear MASH, uh, the sound, and I always felt Comforted by that for some reason. So sometimes I've fallen asleep listening to just the theme song or old episodes of Mash. I don't because I never really followed along with the show, but the sound of it and the, the the it reminds me and it takes me back to that. So it's nostalgia. Every Sunday I make a big breakfast with all the things that my mom used to make me when I was growing up, where she could still do for for us and she could still cook and she could still have that cognitive function. So I do things in my day. And spend time doing stuff. I can watch Star Trek all day long because uh, that was something that I used to watch hours and hours of. And so now, when I watch Star Trek, it's a very stabilizing, very grounding experience for me. So if you are having trouble grounding, feeling stable, feeling safe, and the outside world feels like this dangerous energy and place and and, and experience, take yourself back to something you used to do in your life that made you feel safe, that you experienced that gave you a sense of safety. Incorporate that and do some of it because that nostalgia can help you to feel safe, to bring you consistency, to bring you stability, and to make you feel like everything's gonna be fine and you are okay. Hello hi Hi, sweetheart how you doing good how are
2: you
0: good i
1: want to rip that hair off your head because i love that hair oh my goodness i love you know it's almost like the curlies like the curlies oh i just it takes me back to the 90s with my friends in school so that's why because they always you know the Latinas. they always had their hair with like the mousse and the yeah yes uh what did you want to ask me mama
2: um do you see me leaving houston by
1: the end of the year? No, um, I don't see you leaving Houston by the end of the year. I see you leaving Houston, well, I see you prepping to leave next summer, but you may not actually leave until November of next year. So it may take a while. You know where I'm going? Um, I don't feel like you're going to the coast. I feel like you're going inland. I kind of want to put you, hmm, I keep seeing the Southwestern state. So I'm in the Southwestern state. So I'm looking at like New Mexico, Colorado, um, Arizona, Nevada, like I'm seeing that area. So there's an area there that you might, um, end up in. Okay. There's a two part move though. So which move are you, are you wanting to, are you asking about the first move or the other move, the second, move? because there's a second move, but that takes, that happens in five years.
2: Okay. I, I want to go to California, but
1: I don't see you in California yet. I think that you're probably going to be closer to California. I want to say it might be Nevada actually in Las Vegas. So, it might be closer to that area and then in about 4 or 5 years you may make the move to California, but you're going in that direction.
2: Okay. What what about next job for me?
1: Mhm. Um, I feel like you're going to end up um, getting an opportunity or getting a job. I don't know if it's like a museum type organization or if it's an organization that does events or they they have these like venues. But I feel like it's gonna be a company and organization that does that. Um, it's not like you're gonna be on stage or nothing. It's more like, like administrative stuff with a company that does venues user event, event planning, et cetera. But they're a big company. They're connected to, I think it's Las Vegas because I'm seeing the casinos. So they're connected to the, to the casinos there. So there's a job opportunity that comes up with that.
2: Okay. Um, and last question. Yeah, Do you yeah. have any messages from my best friend that passed?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, this is a female? yes yeah um does she have a daughter or two daughters actually you know what the two girls do you have the two girls i don't okay i
2: have a best friend that has two girls but she's still alive
1: she's showing me two girls is she one of two do you know she has a sister yes she does okay she might be talking about her sister then because she's talking about being one of two girls there's another is her mother also passed yes that's it so your friend is with her mom okay um i keep seeing cancer do you know if one of them had cancer or the
2: friend had cancer um she did not not that i know
1: okay so you might need to check because her mom there may be a cancer connection there with the mom but there's a reference there there's also i keep seeing the throat being pinched you know there was uh, thyroid uh thyroid issues or there was issues that were affecting the glands and also the throat area with the mom um not to my knowledge that's okay i'll leave that with you the mom is definitely wanting to speak louder than, the, than your friend. So the mom is kind of like overdoing it. So she's the one that you kind of need to look into for that. Um, let me see if I can push her out of the way because I want to get your friend on the line. Um, okay, so she's showing me um, I see uh, skin uh, do you Do you have a tattoo or do you know there's a tattoo for her?
2: yes i do i have one for her
1: Got it, because she's acknowledging the tattoo she also keeps acknowledging the picture with the sunglasses did y'all take a picture together with sunglasses do you have this picture of y'all where y'all were either at the, the beach or y'all were trying to get sun or whatever and y'all have sunglasses on
2: yes we were younger though yeah
1: that's okay she's acknowledging this picture of y'all with the sunglasses she also keeps acknowledging did this happen suddenly or unexpectedly? Because she's making me feel like I'm here one minute, I'm gone the next. Is how she's making me feel. Do you understand that? Okay. She also makes me feel like she's hitting my head. Do you know if her head was affected or there was trauma to the head because she's hitting my head and I feel like I I feel like a knock to my head. Um, she's
2: a car accident.
1: Okay, because she's acknowledging the head trauma. So there might have been this head trauma. She also makes me feel there was two vehicles that hit. Do you know if there was two vehicles that hit her? Or she got. She there was two vehicles that she got stuck i hate to be graphic but there's almost like i feel like i'm in between two vehicles
2: um she she hit a tree she went off the road and like hit a tree
1: okay she's making me feel like i feel like i'm being pinned or like there's two no she's talking about two vehicles being between two vehicles so there's a reference there so i don't even though you're talking about her with and
2: i was between two vehicles but not you,
1: you had an accident where you were pinned between two vehicles yeah was this after her passing yes got it this may be what she's talking about then because she's acknowledging this vehicle or situation where there's two vehicles. And I feel like I'm pinned between two vehicles. So mm-hmm. if you went through this, she may just be acknowledging that she was with you or that she was not going to let you die from a vehicle incident, the way she died, but she's acknowledging that cause she's making reference there. Thank you. Uh, Nema, or Noma, or Noma, Naman. Is there a nickname in nickname connection? Um, I almost want to say, so I have a friend, I have a family member named Naomi, but I don't think it's Naomi, but there's like a reference to like this N name, like Naomi or Naomi or Nini or Nenny. It's almost like a nickname, but it's got a name similar to Naomi, but it's a nickname. Um, <laughs> my name is
2: Shana, but she used to call me, um, Naina.
1: Got it. <laughs> So she's trying to give me your nickname. So she's trying to call you your nickname. That's what that's coming from, okay? She also keeps acknowledging she's pulling on your hair. Did you have longer hair or did you cut it since she passed?
2: It's a couple of weeks ago, like okay. me, three weeks ago.
1: Because she's like acknowledging you cutting your hair and she's like, what, girl? So she's almost like making reference to that. She also keeps acknowledging, thank you. Um, do you have a Selena mug or a Selena cup? Uh, no. Okay. Did, do you know if she likes Selena or you like Selena or y'all both like Selena?
2: like Selena.
1: Okay, here's the thing. She's almost refer- like I have Selena. So, I want to say she's acknowledging that she's got a chance to meet her Selena or she's gotten a chance to see Selena. So, she's trying to let you know that, okay? She also says there's a baby there as well with your name on it. Are you planning on having children or any more children?
2: Um eventually. Yeah. Okay.
1: There's another baby there waiting for you. So, she's acknowledging a baby there waiting for you. That's also in spirit. It's a recycle what okay. that means is when someone is a, is going to have a child or almost has a child and it doesn't happen because of circumstances and of the loss they tend to come back did you have a loss as well
2: um i just had a miscarriage
1: um and yeah bro. she's trying to tell you she's wanting you to know there's a baby there with your name on it and it's coming back so she's letting you know that the baby that you lost is coming back keep trying okay because this baby's meant to be born to you okay Hello, yeah. Sandy. Hi. Hi sweetheart, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm good, I'm good. What did you wanna ask me? Um, I just wanted to know if, sorry.
2: No, you're fine. If um, my daughter
1: has any messages for me mm-hmm. or if she knew I was at the hospital mm-hmm. So the first thing I'm seeing, I'm seeing the number four. Do you know if the fourth of a month or Jennifer March or April is connected to your daughter? no okay she showed me the number four so either this there's a significance to the four it could be the fourth of a month the month of of april or four o'clock but there's a reference to four either you know what were there four people in the room there were more Okay, now this has to be a date then. I want to say this is four, so you might have to think about that. So there's one. She also keeps referencing, um, did y'all put a cross on her or something that's like, um, that was religious uh, over her or on, uh, on next to her? Uh-huh. Okay, because she's acknowledging that, so she's aware of that. She also says, thank you. Did two people squeeze the same hand or were holding onto the same hand? Yep, so she says she felt that and she knew that as well. She also says um, someone was singing So do you know if someone would go and sing to her or someone would go and sing one of the songs that she would have like, it was almost like, I almost feel like it's almost like messing with someone. Like for example, you know how sometimes a song gets stuck in your head and you cannot get that song out of your head. She's acknowledging someone trying to like get her to respond or doing something to get her to respond. And they may have sung a song or something that maybe she would have responded to or reacted to. Do you know if someone tried to sing a little jingle or a song um it was another female that did it
2: yeah i don't know that's
1: okay i'm gonna leave that with you you might have to ask the family members because she's acknowledging that like someone singing it to me or someone singing it and i was like ah that song that stupid song that everybody likes so she's making a joke about that she also keeps referencing um she thank you she's giving me the name hope is there a hope in the family or is there a hope Okay. Cause she's, acknowledge- that's her. Okay. Cause she's not her sister. That's okay. She's just acknowledging hope her sister. So she's referencing the name hope. So she's acknowledging that. She also asked her sister if she's the one that sang the jingle or that she was singing something in her honor. Cause she's talking about the song. So she's making reference to that. She also said she messed with the TV when y'all were trying to figure out what channel film was gonna be on. Did y'all notice something funny happening with the television when y'all were trying to move it or change it to some other movie or to a channel? um not necessarily that
2: the the alexa keeps going off
1: oh okay got it because it's almost like i feel like i'm trying to put something on and something else happens instead so if that's what happened with the alexa or whatever she might be referencing that no it's the tv this is the tv because she's showing me that tv so there's a reference to the tv doing something weird or something funny so you might have to think oh, about oh i know what it is okay i know okay. what it is Got it, so she's just acknowledging that. She also said, thank you. Um, is, her, is one of her grandmothers passed? Cause she's talking about a grandmother with her. Uh-huh. Okay, she's acknowledging the grandmother being with her. She also says, um, thank you. She also says, um, did you whisper in her ear? Did you say something to her in her ear? She says she heard you. And she says, I love you too. I love you too. And she also says, thank you. Um, she says, I am with God, mom, I am with God. So she's wanting you to know that she is with God. So she's acknowledging that. Um, she also thank you. She's drawing on my skin. Do you know if there's gonna be two tattoos for her or two people are gonna be because she's acknowledging this as well. Yeah. She knows. She was with you. She knows. She also says, you need to go on vacation, mom. (laughs) So I don't know if you've been feeling really like when she says you need to go on vacation. So I think she wants you to like try to take care of yourself and just go and try to find a way to relax because she's making reference to that. Also, um, do you have a picture of her with the tortilla in her hand or burrito in her hand it's a wrapped tortilla thing in her hand it's a picture of her she was younger she was little i have to look okay you have to because i feel like i'm trying to eat this and it's too big but i'm trying to bite into this This there's a really cute picture of her so she's acknowledging a picture like this so it's a taco a burrito or tortilla in my hand that she's acknowledging that's eating this thing but she's just referencing that she's okay she's okay sweetheart okay
2: can i ask one more thing
1: Sure. So
2: when I go when I try to sleep I'll start hearing people talk. Yeah. And it'll wake me up out of my sleep but there's nobody there.
1: Yeah. Because what's happening happened, Yeah, what's happening is when you're going when you're going to well this runs in the family. So there's there is like a capability that runs in the family. I think it runs on your mom's side. And I think that um because your your grandmother, your mom your mom's mom, I think she actually had the ability as well. But there's a reference there. Um, When you're falling asleep, you're actually getting so relaxed that you're disconnecting from your body. You know, whenever you wake up and you wake up real fast, or you jump in your sleep. Uh. Whenever that's happening, it's because you're leaving your body and you're disconnecting. Um, Some people call it astral projection, but it's just basically you leaving your body. And when you're starting to do that, you're becoming aware of people's thoughts and also of other individuals or beings that are around. So you're starting to hear um, energy that's been left behind, other people's thoughts that are being amplified because of of the sensitivity, and then you're also hearing spirits as well. So you're actually having a lot of different things happening there. Hello. Hello. Hi, how you doing, sweetheart? Can you see me? (laughs) I can, yeah. I can't see, there you are. I was like, I can't see you. I can see your floor, there you go. Hey sweetheart, how you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. What did you want to ask me about? Um,
0: I wanted to know, uh, mainly, does my mother have any messages for me? Mm-hmm. Um, and then do you see anything happening um, in a positive light anytime soon
1: as far as mm. that's what a... to look forward to in oh, the coming year? That's a broad question. Um. <sighs> I do think that your financial situation gets better around march or april of next year so that might mean a promotion or an increase in money or revenue coming in so that's a positive thing um i also think that there's a debt or a expense that you have been dealing with that may be done away with so you may not have to worry about that next year okay Mm -hmm. um actually is there an old expense or cost with a vehicle or an old car that's still that's it yeah so so it might get done away with next year so you may not have to worry about it okay all right mom um, immediately, she's singing "Happy Birthday." Are we around your birthday or within thirty days of your birthday? Because she's singing "Happy Birthday," unless there's
0: actually her who's coming up in October. Got it. So mine she, was. The
1: date, that's so, okay. Yeah. So she's acknowledging her own birthday. She also talked about mm-hmm. the twins. Are there twins in the family? Or two? W- w- yep. Okay. Yep. I have three-year-old twins. Got it. So she's referencing the twins and she's saying hello to the twins. She also says she's proud of you because she says you're a better mother. Than you give yourself credit for. So she wants to give you that. She also says that you are not crazy that people need to listen to you. So I don't know if sometimes you feel like you're being treated like you're crazy because you get so reactive or emotional. She says people need to listen to you. I don't know why you are being made to feel this way. So she's acknowledging that. She also says that you do not need to worry about having to deal with the same issues that she had to deal with because she says that you may not be have This may not be something that affects you in that same way. So she's just acknowledging that as well. Thank you. Do you know if her blood became contaminated, or if there was cirrh- uh, cirrhosis, or if there was something that was getting into her liver, or affecting her her organs, and got like kind of got into her blood and started to contaminate her body? You know what? Was she on medication? That
0: was my grandmother. She had sepsis. Okay, got it. She, okay,
1: so here, yeah, got it. So here's what's happening. Because I was like, I was going to ask that because I was seeing Whoopi, and Whoopi's that's what Whoopi almost died from, was sepsis. What's happening is your mom's present. We got your grandmother, and then there's also mm-hmm. is there a, a Dolores or a Dor Doris or? Dor- Dorothy was my grandmother with sepsis. Got it. So she's just wanting to let me know she's present. So she's just acknowledging that as well. Your mom is still talking about, I don't know if you are planning on making a blanket or a pillow, but she's referencing something that's made like a blanket or a pillow, but it might have to do with the kids as well. So are you planning on making a special blanket or a pillow, but then also doing something that's going to be like connected to her as well?
0: Um, I have her old clothing that I was going to make, Pillows into for my children. That's it. She's yeah.
1: acknowledging that. She says thank you, thank you, thank you, because she's referencing that as well. Also, did your mom like to dress up for Halloween, or does she like to kind of act crazy sometimes for Halloween? Because she's showing me a picture of herself. Do you know if she ever dressed up like Elvira, or like this, like Queen of uh, what is? I don't know what this is. Cleopatra, my like, okay. sister. Uh, yes. Okay, because I'm, I'm like seeing like the hair, and I'm like, what is this? So she's just making reference to the picture or the image of that. Uh, mom is with you. She says she lays in bed with you. She doesn't want you. To feel like you're alone and like you have to do everything yourself. She says, you need to ask for help. Stop expecting people to know what you're feeling or what you need because you need to ask for the help. Do you understand that?
0: Absolutely, yeah.
1: Okay. Um she says, I love you. Um, she also says, uh she's laughing. Uh she says it's good to color with the kids. So I don't know if you've been doing a coloring or there's an adult coloring you've been doing while they've been coloring, but she's acknowledging mm-hmm. and she says give yourself a way to cope because you need to cope with your anxieties. She says, I dealt with the same anxieties. I dealt with the same anxieties. So she's just acknowledging that there was a lot there. Your mom, the thing she tried to be real tough or she was almost like she wanted to be like the strong person. She didn't want to show any weakness. I don't want to show this or that. And it's almost like sometimes even saying, I love you felt like a weakness to her sometimes cause she didn't want to be too soft, but she's letting you know, I do love you and I'm proud of you. Okay. Thank you. You're yeah. With- she- yeah, She's with yeah, you. Yeah. She's, she's with you, sweetheart. All right, my dear. I'm wishing you lots of love and you take care of yourself. Okay? Thank you. Appreciate it. You're welcome.